on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch animate chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekking, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here's your host, a man who has his own top kill, Derek McCaw. Oh, I get that one. Okay, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. It is Wednesday, June 2nd, which is not actually free uh, free comic book day. I stood at the counter That's, for quite a while. I know, today. and nobody nobody uh, helped you. Uh, no, it's actually not New Comic Book Day because that's actually Thursday this week. Tomorrow. It's Memorial Tomorrow. Day. Tomorrow. And then, you know, once again, Diamond's still talking about moving up to Tuesday, but that's a conversation for another time. This is, uh, I'm not alone here, of course. I've got my fabulous announcer. You are not al- What? Oh, uh, Lon Lopez. He has a beautiful, beautiful voice. It sounds just like Janet. Dude, did you see that American Idol? I did. She no. sounded just like Michael. She did. That's creepy. It was weird. And she can't dance anymore. And she had massive junk in her trunk. She no, really? Did. I didn't My see it. My God, no, I man. I still got it on the DVR. I don't really want to watch the show. But uh, go ahead. And you, of course, podcast producer, Moral Compass, and apparently American Idol fan. Paul McCartney. No, Rick Oh, Redsnyder. how dare you, sir? How dare you? Okay. Anyway. He's got a little root do in his zoo. Okay, so we got some movie news, some TV news, and of course comics news. So let's start with the comic stuff. Do we have we? any new new nudes? No. Oh, okay. No, I don't. How about a new zoo review? Do we have any of that? No. Oh, that's too bad. But uh, yeah. we can call Emmy Joe and what? Call Emmy Joe. She a- wore Amy those. Joe. She wore those wool skirts. Emmy Joe was the boots. female host. Emmy Joe. Yeah, on Emmy oh. Joe on uh, really? New Zoo Review. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Duh. great. I'm thinking of Great Space Coaster because I was thinking oh. of Gary Gnu. But you're right, oh. New Zoo Review is a different one. Freddy right. the Frog. Uh, there's a really disturbing video, actually, online, which apparently is accurate. That, Like, on the last day of filming, they did an outtake of the owl molesting the frog. <laughs> nice. And um, I can't remember Wrong two characters, though. But, link, but it was just disturbing. Disturbing. Yeah, I can't wait to see that because they were apparent. You know, they did they did the voice with it, and it was just wrong. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so let's talk about other things that might not be as wrong. Uh, comics. We all like comics, right? I like comics. Yes, okay. I think even though they all come out tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's talk about some some good movement in uh, in comics. First of all, there's good been movement? a pro- yeah because oh, okay. there's been a, a promotion this week. Uh, Joe Casada, who I believe is a per- close personal friend of Lon Lopez's, we have met. Yes, actually, I freaked him out. Uh, how did well, you freak him uh, out? The same way I freaked out John Romita Jr. and showed him my tattoo, uh, yeah. which we should say is on your arm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, but he did. He did see Kool Aid Man, and he liked it. Okay. He so complimented me. Joe Casada has been promoted to Chief Creative Officer of Marvel. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it does because just a couple months ago, Warner Brothers promoted uh, Jeff Johns to Chief Creative Officer of DC Comics, yeah. uh, which means that both of these men are re- responsible for kind of overseeing. 
I don't know if quality is quite the the word to say. Uh, consistency, maybe, of their characters as they appear in other media, not just comics. So they're in charge of the storylines and so forth, but also making sure that um, if a movie version shows up. Although I don't know in in uh, in Marvel's case how that's going to affect. Like, how do you say, it? Kevin Feige? Feige, Kevin Feige, who's in charge of Marvel Studios. And produces all those movies. Who's already doing a, a decent job, I'd say, of uh, of kind of quality controlling those films. Then he'll be okay with Casada. He'll be okay with Casada. You guess. know, they probably had a relationship anyway. It's probably well, a I'm sure. title. I, yeah. It's probably it probably just a way to say he's commensurate now, equal with Jeff Johns, uh, because that's the way these games are played, right? The games people play, I know. It does feel, it does sound like DC copying, I mean, Marvel copying DC. Yeah. Well, maybe, except, I mean, saying unofficially, I think that's kind of how Marvel had been run for a while anyway, yeah. all the different things that, that DC has done to reward some of their top talent. But you know what? Casada deserves it. Um, he's been the face of Marvel now for, what, 10 years, 12 years? It's been a while, I right? It's, I think it's 12, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, like we were talking about off-air, it's like, you know, before Casada took that took over the ship, man, they were you know they didn't really have a direction, and so he kind of steered that boat in the right direction, and they've been doing you know with, with success Bill James, ever since. Let's say he's you know he's not alone. he made some good decisions, but he wasn't alone. He was also sure, guided by Bill Jemis. But yes. let's figure out where he came from. This is the guy who used to do Ash with you know Jimmy Palmiotti. You know what I mean? So this is an indie creator who they plucked out of obscurity almost, pretty much. And, you know, he made Marvel, you know, what, they're still number one, right? Yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, the guy's been doing good. Give him a promotion. Well, okay. He deserves sure. it. It just seems odd that the creative director title is creative not officer. creative. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Editor-in-chief is not creative enough. Right. Controlling all that. No, uh, it just it could have come up with a more creative title. I think what it just means is just, you know, the, give the he has a say now. Yeah. Yeah. I think in both cases, one of the things is as they become more uh, multimedia companies, what everybody's looking to, and Avi Arad thought of himself that way, was to be like the Walt Disney, the person who is sort of the corporate spokesperson, right. but the face as well, and clearly creative. And, and But you know what? Speaking of Disney, it might also have something to do with their whole acquisition. So maybe Casada mm-hmm. is now the guy who Disney has to talk to before Disney has any plans, you know, for their push or whatever. So sure. that could I'm be... I'm still going to bet, however, that Disney will be more powerful than that. I mean, this is a company with Steve Jobs as the majority stockholder. Oh, no, no, no. But I, I want get to... a chill every time you say that. I, I know. <laughs> and when I think about that, I realize, yeah, that is weird Scary to realize. Weird. Yeah. Do you because also, did they not... Uh, not uh, uh, Apple just became more valuable stock wi- stock wise yeah. than Microsoft. Yeah, so they finally week. surpassed them. That well, happened a while ago with Oracle and uh, actually Steve Jobs and I, was. You don't know. You're yeah. lying, aren't you? You're no, just no, trying no. to make it seem uh, better. It, it's it's li- just like when Bill Gates was no longer the richest man, as opposed to I mean, I'm blanking on Oracle's. So, uh, oh, um, Larry, Larry Ellison. Larry, yeah, Larry Ellison. Larry Levinson. There was like a weekend where Ellison eclipsed Gates and then it shot back down. Well, and even if I'm going to – and this will be maybe the last time I really praise Gates, but even if Gates 
lowers himself is lowers himself is less than the richest man in the world. He's given it's because it away. he's given it away. Yeah, and no, I'm saying no he's done the right that was thing. The plan and and he's yeah. done the right thing yeah. with his money. And I'd say you know I, I give all respect to that. But I also know he's not involved in the day to day of not Microsoft. Therefore, I can still call them evil. And I'm not involved with them anymore. Either. That's right. So you can call them evil. Go ahead, say it. Just misguided. Misunderstood. Oh, yeah. You know, they may be the richest men in the world, but they're not the most interesting man in the world. No. Stay no. thirsty, my friend. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, this week's podcast brought to you by Doseki. Really? That'd be nice. Um, so, <laughs> another movement is actually of characters that was announced this week. Uh, and and this may not have a lot of impact to Lon, uh, but it's interesting to uh, Rick and myself, I think, who have been DC fans for a while. Uh, see, we started with Marvel news, so those who say you know, that we don't... We're over Marvel, that. We're over, we're over that. that. And you guys went on and on. The the, uh, the uh, Soapbox podcast you did two weeks ago? Yeah. You went on and on about how nobody... I read a lot of Marvel, but you never talk about Marvel when I'm here. You oh. did... You did Tons you you just Marvel. answered your question right there, Rick. You did anyway, Mar- Yeah, so let's move on to DC. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Rick. I was not able uh, to Rick defend on the air all the things. Uh, all right, fine. Okay. Uh, Anyways, Derek. But, uh, but they've announced that editorially, the Vertigo characters that actually started in the DC universe are now returning. Which when they means, said they'd never come back. Which means Swamp Thing is now. Once again, part of continuity. And I'm going to need okay. your help in pronouncing an author's name. Okay. Leibowitz. Because I know it's a, it's a science fiction author. They talk about it all weekend long at Bacon. Blagojevich. China. Mayville? Mayville? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Is okay. he writing it? No, he was. He was writing a Vertigo series, and it oh. apparently turned in two scripts. Uh, and, and then the order came down to completely uh, scrap it. So all the work that he had been done is gone now. And I, and I think this is going to say this is tying back into the multimedia empire, that there are problems still. People are still trying to develop a Swamp Thing film, and it's uh-huh. going to be a lot easier to sell if it's considered a mainstream DC. Uh, and when I say mainstream, I don't mean... Within the DC you know, continuity. It's just got to be within the DC continuity. Do you think people know... You think they I notice? don't think so, but the beginning... It's not but, like Batman shows... Actually, Batman showed up in the original run. But, but I think there's a different... And, and one of the best Alan Moore stories for the DC Universe is Swamp Thing and Superman. Yeah. But uh, And they all appeared... The whole Justice League appeared early on in Alan Moore's Swamp Thing run. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it makes a difference to people when they see that DC swoosh or whatever at the beginning of a movie or a TV show. There's a DC swoosh? There's a DC swoosh that appears. Oh. You've seen that at the beginning. Like of the Nike been, swoosh? It, oh, it's the DC shield. The, ah, whatever. Okay. The shield, it's, right. really, it's, it's like a star with a swoosh around yeah, yeah. it now. It's not what it used to be. They swoosh? Redesigned it. a little swoosh? Okay. I don't want to say. Oh, okay. Um, so it, it's uh, it's different than when you see the Vertigo one because a lot of people still mainstream both, really. don't know. I, I, I realize that, but I, I think it, it, it's something to kind of. It's easier to raise the profile of the character again yeah. if if it's interacting with with and because it, it's not just it's not just Swamp Thing. This might actually also include John Constantine. Constantine. If he's British, he's Constantine. If he's Keanu Reeves, he's Constantine. Is he Frankenstein or Frankenstein? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that uh, that Constantine would be in both. But since John Constantine started as a regular DC character when Swamp Thing was still a DC book, yes, that that's possible too. But that clears Phantom Stranger back. 
which is I, he's been appearing in DC for a while, but but I know they tried to usurp him into how the, many how many books has Phantom Stranger been in? Like since his like inception, oh, he, had, he had his own book, but he was in Showcase before that. So you would think they all know him by now, right? I know that's. Uh, I just. I would just. Why don't they just call him the Phantom that's, Guy now? That's. Uh, that's one of the central questions of of my uh, <gasps> pitch for. Okay, Phantom sh- don't say no more. Then. Thanks. Thanks. Really well done. Just saying. You think by now that somebody would have been? All, hey, by the way, because I'm pretty. Can sure, I call you something else? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that Ian Ian Sattler is listening to this right now. Uh, so Ian Sattler is yeah. listening to this now. Uh, he's not British. Oh. I just pictured him as British. And you just shot all your hopes of writing for Where were we? Yeah. Um, we were talking about Swamping. DC. Uh, another movement, J.T. Krull, uh, who has been writing the Green Arrow thing that ticked off Troy Benson. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, it has, pissed him has off. Has now gotten into a regular gig on Teen Titans, so he's now writing. So get ready to have that book ruined. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Uh I don't know because I honestly I haven't read the Green Arrow stuff because I was so mad about what was clearly an editorial decision. We still go to this, you know, the death of Leon, the idea that basically a lot of a lot of writers without kids are right. freely feel feel free to go ahead and shock value. kill fictional children. Um, and I know that they're fictional. Well, isn't that children. better than than real children? Though Come on. it is. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for finding the really odd bright side to that, yes. Lon. It I'd rather people kill fictional children than real, than real children. children. The court finds you guilty of just bad taste. Um, so uh, that, that's it. We'll see. And Teen Titans also a book I haven't been reading for a while because of the uh, killing of Marvin, the devouring of Marvin. That's You're not a, letting go of that. Right? I'm not. It was just wrong. It was very wrong. That's, was, that's another book I have a problem with. How long they've been Teen Titans? Well, the... The that's oh, this is a new generation titans. of teens. Oh, in there. okay. No, there is a book that's just Titans. Yeah, and there and then there are, are they called like grown up titans? titans? Which uh, you know, there was a really bad typo in last week's issue of uh, of um, Teen Titans with uh, Connell uh, with Superboy uh, kissing Wonder Girl. Yeah. And clearly there was, I don't know what the what the actual lead up to it was, but he had her up against the wall. They were kissing. And you, you may want to prepare to delete this. Uh, but Maybe you just spell out the typo. Um, well, it was a subject-verb agreement issue, which changed, the, changed everything about the meaning of the panel. Okay, everybody got that then. No, I didn't. When he said, he said how, how um, difficult does this make your decision? And he kissed her, and she says... It's very hard. She was supposed to say, makes it harder, but the S was dropped off. Makes. Sh- oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, while they're in a bar. <laughs> wow, is that still on the shelf? <laughs> you may want to get that. I don't know. Well, I, I can see her saying that in, in trying Wait, to in con- convince him to create a decision that would be more difficult for her to resolve through additional <laughs> actions similar to what he was doing already. Well, you know how kids talk these days. Um, yeah, I know. I know. No, she's, she's we have saying, to pretend they don't. Though. Yes, it's a very hard decision. Rick, Make it a harder decision. Rick, can you just sit back and enjoy something? I know, I know. Good Lord. Uh, so, um, Sorry, I stepped all over it. You And in it. Yes. Okay, so... Um, an Makes odd, it harder. An odd <laughs> teaming <laughs> of publisher and content... When I talk about the uh, the publisher Zenoscope, what kind of books come to your mind? Aliens. Aren't those Zenoscopes? Oh, that'd be Xenoscope. Oh, yeah. sorry. Zenoscope, I think of like 
early 19th century kind of stuff? Or? No, Zenoscope is currently published through the... Pro- well, I'll just say... I'm just thinking... Grimm's Fairy Tales. device. Grimm's Fairy Tales. Okay. The um, uh, Return to Wonderland or Beyond Wonderland. You know, I only picked those up Robot when the cover Man looks particularly interesting. And, I'm, and I want to flip through and see if there's anything inside that and looks what, what remarkably is it, like... What is it about those covers that... Uh, um, I think it's it's they're trying to make it look like young fantasy women having uh, relations and such. With it makes it characters. harder. Yes, indeed. And uh, so that's what I was getting at. So that Zenoscope, they've teamed. So you can use that now, Lon. Just say they're having relations. In the, yes. Uh, they're okay. teaming with. <laughs> now I'm glad you set that up well. They're teaming up with the Discovery Channel. Whoa. To, uh, they're they're going to do Shark Week comic? They are. <laughs> oh. Top 10 deadliest sharks. Ooh. Top 10 most dangerous animals and dinosaurs and prehistoric predators. Hmm. These are comics? These are comics coming from Zenoscope Entertainment. Okay. Yeah. Well, any of them be in little Catholic school girl dresses with, with ripped uh, hose and... They will because we know that those are leaning, the world's most deadly predators. Leaning up against a caterpillar. Yeah. The female of yeah. the species is the most deadliest of them all. Okay. Thank you, Rudyard. Is um, that those are ongoing I series of special I don't, books? I, I was going to say they've got to be specials. I mean... Once you said top ten, how can there be an ongoing series? And we've discovered another okay. ten deadly sharks. No, no, this week we nose out number eight for a new. <laughs> no, it's actually they get to know the sharks and their personalities. Oh, and so oh, could be, could be. So they just an do like the characters. About sharks. Yeah, and if they're not, then maybe we should do that. That's yes. uh, okay. Um, and a long-awaited sequel. I don't know if I've been awaiting it, but some people, some people have. Or as Lon pointed out to me, it could be a prequel. Uh, Frank Miller released a an image yesterday, which is going to be a print for for Dark Horse, which is leading into a six issue miniseries called Xerxes, which is about the leader of the Persian army that opposed the three hundred Spartans in, of course, three hundred. Which means that uh, Warner Brothers may actually get that sequel to three hundred they wanted. And yeah, uh, but they don't want it if it's going to be all the Persians going around killing people, right? I wouldn't know what it's about. They want 300, like, buff dudes with their shirts off with great abs walking around in slow motion. Well. That's uh, why they need to do 300. And one. And two or something, yeah. 301. Yeah. 301 Spartans. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you wanted 400. Let's just go 400. That's No, that's something different. Yeah, that is. Um, that's a book I'm putting out. So, so Hank so Miller is putting that. Xerxes, out. did he survive the 300 story? Or did uh, I believe he did. He okay. did, but he ultimately retreated. he lost. Right. Yeah. So because if you can make a god bleed, because, yeah, because he took the sword cut against his cheek or something like that. Yeah. And it, so and it proved he was. Hanging. I don't know from the image where that's going. If it's going to be a prequel telling the whole story from. His, his point, point of view, view or if it'll be... <laughs> he's so misunderstood. It's actually going to be a musical, so... Cersei's! Uh, he's a, Why doesn't anyone want to join me? No. Huh. And my empire... Sorry, well, I'm, sorry, my leg's asleep. And that's, and that's why you burst into song? Oh, I had to move do around. You, do you do that often when your leg falls asleep? You should see when other things fall oh, asleep. Oh, I don't want to. Um, what is this pins and needle feeling? No, I'm kidding. All right. Uh, <laughs> Do you think they'll get the guy who played Xerxes to come back? Why not? Because it was like some little guy that had to CGI and make them all big and stuff. What other movie has he been in? Uh, he was Paolo from uh, Lost. That's all I know. Was he really? Yeah. 
No. Maybe I should see that sometime. No, no. They're the worst two characters ever on Lost. Oh, okay. Interesting. You never uh, heard of Nicky and Paolo? No. Mario probably loved them, but... You know. uh, Mario's not here, so let's not let's not start... Uh, no, you little... know what? Maybe I need to antagonize him to get him down here. Maybe. But, Maybe I do. But again, he's made some compelling arguments for why Wednesday and Thursday night recordings would be difficult. Sure, and I've made work. some compelling arguments why Lost sucks. No. That's fine. So maybe we, we, you guys need to set up a special weekend fight. And we'll uh, we'll rent a little chicken yard down in Gilroy. Actually, we're going to do it on some rainy rocks on the side of an ocean. There you go. Great. On a cliff edge. On a cliff, yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm up for it then. Good. Let's talk about some movie stuff, shall we? I guess. Can we? Okay. You sure? All right. right. Um, Well, we know today the internet was rocked by concept art of Chris Evans as Captain America in the in the new costume. Was it really rocked? That was I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to make it sound a little more bombastic. Um, yeah, yeah, it actually looks a lot like the Ultimates. Yeah, it's pretty know? much Ultimate Cap. And uh, but the only problem is though that's is supposed to be Evans? that's supposed to be modern Cap suit, right? Not uh, like no, World because, War Two. No, because suit. most of the film will take place in World right, War Two. Because so. a lot of that suit is very modern, like especially even with like. Like I don't know. Let's just say pattern designs, and and uh, let's just say I don't know. Uh, uh, let's just say like fashion uh, evolution and stuff like mm. that. You know what I mean? Okay, so it just seems it'll be a little. What, what's that word? Uh, anachronistic. Uh, anachronistic. Thank you. I knew it had the chronos. I, in I'm, it, feel, I'm feeling good for having pulled that one out. Thank good. you. Yeah, but that was the exact word I was looking for. My vocabulary has been bad lately. But so. Uh, so yeah, so I was I was hoping they were actually for the World War Two stuff gonna go a little more like the ultimates had you know with him more like a soldier outfit or whatever which i don't necessarily like but i felt fit more right in the time yeah i can i can see what you're saying there so i don't know it'll be interesting to see but then again remember this is just concept art true um i thought it worked i mean me being a giant captain america fan and also a big critic you know what i mean like of all the stuff that goes on if they pull it off, I think it's going to work. Okay, I I kind of like the look. I was a little from reading the description. I was a little bugged by the uh, idea of the helmet because it made it sound like that it wasn't. They weren't going to cover it. I mean, they thought it was just like a helmet or a mask. Do they say it was a helmet? It's a helmet. Oh, okay. But it, but it, again, it's a helmet that actually ma- comes down and sort of masks. It's kind of built in. Go to, to go to Aim to give cool. it, they to give it the uh, domino mask. Well, effect. that was. I mean, that's the way it looked in Ultimates. I mean, yeah. He, I, but I thought he had a hood underneath the. Um, he had a basic cowl. Underneath I think. The oh, I, I think ultimately in uh, Ultimates that he did, but I think his first in that first issue, way, way, way back when, uh, it was. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't really remember. It yeah, in the Ultimates, so he actually had like a hood, and uh, it was yeah. like in the later ones, or he actually started wearing yeah. like a chin strap, like helmet type yeah. mask or something. So. I was just afraid that it was going to be this guy walking around with no attempt at hiding his identity and just being like, yeah, this I hate that. Face of the soldier, and it's like, well, then why make Captain America? But well, yeah, because you know, at some point in the movie, his his mask is going to get ripped off uh, towards the end battle, so he can emote. That's yeah. just that's mar- how Marvel movies go. Except that I'm really hoping, actually, I think that uh, Hugo Weaving as the so rest. Is that it? Yeah. That, wait, oh, wait is no, that no, it? That's no, 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 that's a statue. Oh, that's not it. Yeah. Um, Rick is looking that up on his uh, iPad right now. But the thing with Hugo Weaving as the Red Skull is that is an actor who has already proven that he has no particular 
need. Yeah, but he's the villain. The villain doesn't have, mask doesn't have to come off. So. Really? I, because Mickey Rourke spent most of his time. Mickey in- Rourke never had a mask in Iron Man Two. Oh yeah, he, he had armor at the very end. Oh, okay, the armor. But I'm saying, but Whiplash had a mask in the comics, and they didn't. Oh have yeah, a mask yeah, yeah. In the film, so. But they felt he didn't need one. I'm, Whereas I'm, Captain America is known for a but mask. But I'm just saying the Red Skull, I mean, Hugo Weaving played V. Uh, right, but the Red Skull is not Babe's a mask. He played foster father. So. The Red Skull is a burnt face, but isn't it's, it? No, it's a skull. It is a mask. It is a mask, actually. I thought originally... Originally it, it was a mask. That's no, that's, that's concept. It, that's, that's it. Come well, on, we may move on, Rick, and by the time we move on, you'll be there. Um, they're also it's talking June, about... Revo- published Tuesday, June 1st. Uh, and today is Wednesday, June 2nd. Um, and they're talking about a revival of The Crow. Yet again. The oh. Crow begins. Why won't that franchise just die already? God. Yeah, I don't know if that was funny. Oh, second time. sorry. You told me to save phone? it. I know, for... I know. It was too late. It was. I, I, I... <laughs> You're supposed to sell it like it was the first time you ever heard it. But... Okay, wait, try it again. Why won't that franchise just die? <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? You get it right because he comes back. And stuff. <laughs> I do. Okay. You. Oh wait, oh. I got a little sand on my in my eye. Um, We're funny. No. We're funny. Oh yeah. What's funnier is it's being directed by Stephen Norrington. Who Why was, won't his career uh, just, just die? Because it's Hollywood. Uh, last seen directing League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, hmm. which probably does have a worse. Wasn't that the movie that made Sean Connery retire? That is. Oh okay. It, it, but it has, I think, a worse reputation than it actually deserves. It's not. LXG. Come on. Well, Come on. Have you ever read the original graphic novel? Actually, I was a big fan of those. And yeah, it did absolutely. No, give me this. Rick. Oh, for God's give sake. Give me. Go, take him to collider.net or something. I'll take uh, him to Chud. Oh, my. He told me to check Ain't It Cool on the there. I know, there. and you did the, the uh, thing and with the, the, And then you did the with thing with the, the thing. people and the, 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 the I'm going to move on to. Um, Guillermo, this is because this is going to leave uh, Lon out anyway. I don't know who's got that well, much investment. I just because I don't like The Hobbit. You know what? Guillermo's a uh, vato like me. Okay, I know, so. but I'm saying I, you don't have the investment in The Hobbit anyway. But Guillermo del Toro. I read that book when I was in high school. Has vato like me? Yeah. Well, that's just racist. Um, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one you're talking about, right? That's what I'm talking about. That's the actual concept art. It looks just like the other one. Only no helmet. Only oh, that's the official stuff. Okay. Let me see. I don't see a helmet. No, I don't see a helmet either. I don't see any wings on his head either. Yeah, there's no, no there are wings. no wings. That was, but yeah, but that really, looks like more like a cowl. No, but do the the wings make? I saw a different. You know what? They could have faked wings and maybe gave them like little radio receivers or something. But uh, you know, but hey. I'd rather you know, I'd rather not justify wings. They've they've kind of I paid homage like to the sh- to the uh, overlapping kind of uh, chainmail thing on his shoulders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but everything else kind of looks like Iron Man. Mm. The, the top part, the way the I seams work it. and no. stuff. No, that is not no. fabric. That's some kind of uh, bladeive armor or something. Yeah, he's probably like I said. Though it's very modern. Which, by the way, did you? I, you know, because you are the guy that was explaining to me the three D printers at WonderCon. Uh-huh. You know, that's how they did most of the armor. Oh, really? That's cool. So they could actually just design it and put it on uh, when because Robert Downey Jr. Complained that in Iron Man One, like Christian Bale complained in, in Batman, that it was really hard to actually move around and what they were putting him in. So they did these lightweight 
This is like one of the secret world-changing technologies that's going to be Absolutely. In, in everybody's household And I'm in sorry that years. I meant to bring this up earlier. A couple yeah. weeks ago when I read a little piece on this, and I thought, man, Rick's going to be fascinated by that, that most of the scenes when it's actually Robert Downey Jr. in the suit, and he's in that suit a lot more than you'd think, yeah. uh, was they were just fabricating it on the spot with the 3D printers and going, throwing cool. it on him. So, Excellent. You know, and then they'd wear out quickly, but then that's okay. You right, put another make one a in. new one. Yeah, yeah. So. Like, see, for example, and I know we're going back on this, but like, look at this like chest type stuff. That's all like a plastic resin that yeah. wasn't, wasn't popular in World War II. And I know the justification. Uh, it's is, like a polymer or something. Yeah, like. but yeah. the justification is, oh, it's top secret uh, military thing. Maybe. Well, maybe, but again, as you just as you said earlier, it's it's concept art. It's not sure. It, it's not a done deal. Once they, we won't know it. how it looks shot on camera and everything. That's, that's so true. yeah. So okay. So, so this Hobbit let's guy. Withhold. So Guillermo del Toro. He's kind of a Hobbit, isn't he? Two years of development. He's too tall to be. Sure, a Hobbit. but he, he's got the features, doesn't he? A little bit, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. Right. He's, How about the feet? He has quit. Uh, probably this, he's probably got big hairy feet. Okay. Uh, Peter Jackson was going to produce. It was going to be a two-part right. Uh, right. movie mini-series, and we were all happy with that. And let me guess, bureaucrats killed it. it, it potentially, the red tape killed it. Uh, that is true because the thing is that the Hobbit, as a franchise, was owned by MGM, and no one knows what's going to happen with MGM now. That killed James Bond. The third of the someone killed James exactly. Bond. Exactly. The third of the, the Hobbit killed James Bond. No, the red Bond? tape of Sauron the killed third, James Bond. The, the third of the of the Bond reboots has been. I'd watch that movie. Trashed. What? I'd watch James Bond in Middle Earth. I think that'd be a great a great concept. Wait, hold on to it. Okay, you give away some of your best ideas. Yes. This is my job. Yeah, to just give it to the world. Okay, so. Um, I don't know. It's just to me that uh, the Del Toro's plate was so overfull with things everybody wanted to see anyway. I don't know which one. It means he can go back to um, to doing Hellboy three at the Mountains no, of Madness. Hellboy three, and no, he was just connected. He was attached to Tarzan at one point. Well, I just never. He, I mean, when Jackson went off and did the trilogy, he was gone from the Earth for you know twelve years. You no, he was in New Zealand, him. right? But you never, oh, okay. you didn't see him. He, he was. He, he was wasn't doing, really a, a real popular dude, though. At the time, no, <laughs> it's but, not like he was TMZ and all over the place. But no, I mean, but I mean, I never got the same kind of commitment out of Del Toro. I mean, I didn't feel like he was. He was. But I mean, it's not a big. I mean, The Hobbit's only one movie, right, or one book? Two. Well, yeah, yeah, it is one book. You're right. But then and, we're going to stretch it into two. But it's like, whereas Peter Jackson basically revived that whole franchise and interest in that. So of course he's going to. You know, he wanted to shoot all three in the. You know. Well, Jackson Whatever. had a vision and a drive. I mean, it really shows when you listen, listen to him talk about making the film. And I mean, yeah, but before Lord of the Rings, what did, what did you know Jackson for? Peter Jackson, uh, the Frighteners, right. Heavenly Creatures, uh, Meet the Feebles. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't mainstream until no, he wasn't. Yeah, uh, so it's not like he disappeared off the face of it. I don't. Know, just, well, he didn't do anything else. I, mean, I know. Well, that, that's. But that's, that's the franchise that made him. Whereas Del Toro is known for Pan's Labyrinth. Was that Oscar nominated? Uh, I don't know if it was best foreign film, but there was there was some acknowledgement of it. I can't remember how. Well, I think it won for visuals, I, I think, think, or something. And, uh, so I mean, so Del Toro's, films, yeah, yeah. So he's an established guy before. Yeah, I'm just saying, I was I wasn't really looking for anything as earth shatteringly great as as the uh, trilogy, and I like The Hobbit. I mean, The Hobbit's one of my favorite uh, books, even better than parts of Lord of the Rings. That's fair. Yeah, that's hmm. fair. Um, well, and, we're not going to see it. And speaking of, it's just not going to happen. We'll see who's going to take over or if Peter Jackson will finally say, okay, I'm going to direct it. I, I don't know. Um, 
Why, why I wanted to see The Hobbit was just because of the rumor that they were going to cast David Tennant as Frodo, and uh, I'd like that to happen. That'd be cool. I would just like David Tennant to do something mm-hmm. that gets him back in the public eye because... Uh, you know who would be, who'd be a good replacement if they could figure it out? He might be too old now. Is, it, is his name Michael Sheen? The guy who's on 30 Rock? Michael Sheehan. Sheehan? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He could play a good hobbit. Uh, he'd be a good hobbit too. Yeah. Have yeah. we talked about the three doctors? The um, not yet. We're not, okay. I'm not moving to TV quite yet because there's one last. Down? There's one last uh, 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 movie, movie rumor, shall we say, is that of course they're working on Spider-Man Begin Again, which is currently the title for lack of a better one. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, the reboot is going to put Peter Parker back in high school and kind of borrow heavily from the Ultimate Comics. Uh, the ultimate line of So comics. why not just call it Ultimate Spider-Man? I can't imagine that ever being the final title. Can you? It should, they should just call it Spider-Man, Spider-Man Do-Over. Begin yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man Begins. Everybody's going to have Begins at the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so... Because it's been so long since that first one. And one of the top... Uh, only forgotten nine the years, yeah. Um, one of the frontrunners for it uh, was uh, Jamie Bell, who was uh, Billy Elliot... Years and years oh, ago. Oh, yes. Very good. And uh, he's playing Tintin in, of course, the Steven Spielberg, Peter Jackson movie. There's Peter Jackson. Yeah. Uh, he's all and, over the place now. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's kind of a movement on the internet last week, a two-part movement. One started by the actor himself, but before that, uh, io9 uh, put an article asking, does Spider-Man really have to be played by a white actor? Uh, because they weren't really... Th- enthralled by any of the other names that were out there in the running. And Jamie Bell, honestly, is a little too old. He's 25. So if you're going to play the high school kid, why not have somebody that actually looks like they're still in high school mm-hmm. and not just malnourished like Jamie Bell can sometimes look. And British. And British. Or pasty. Yes. So uh, they suggested Donald Glover, who is on who? Community. Uh, and Troy who, from Community? Troy from Community and who wrote... Uh, and starred in a movie that just came out on DVD last week, Mystery Team. And we ran into... Did, was Donald Glover at that party? And He actually danced right by me, and I looked at him and I said, I can't wait to see your movie. And he said, thanks, man. And then he went back to the party. Yeah. Okay, so you had... But you talked to more... You talked more with the other guys I on, on the Derek that Comedy guy's Group. Name, yeah, the blonde guy. No, but we, we, I, I do remember you talking to them and telling me, hey, it's the guys from Derek Comedy. Yes. I didn't really know them at yes. the time. Uh, you didn't know a lot of things at that point. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. Oh, okay. So anyway. But you were cool, though. You were cool. Yeah. yeah. Canal and I are like that, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so Don Glover then got wind of this. Fans wrote to him and said, yeah, you would make a good choice. And so he said he started, a, I guess, a Facebook petition. But he said, Well, he figured that with the whole Betty White on SNL thing was a but big here's movement. But di- here's the difference. He's not saying... That he should be cast. He's saying he just wants to be in the running, that he should get an audition. And I thought, well, that's a little more... Hollywood. Uh, well, a little fair to say, let me read for it. And if you legitimately... And if legitimately yeah. they don't want him, that's one thing. But if he just didn't even get a chance, just give him a shot at reading for the part. If you're a director, do you want somebody who doesn't want the role? He only wants to read. No, he for wants it? the role. Oh, he would take but, the role. But right. he wants to play fair. He's not asking to say like the SNL oh, okay. Betty White was put her on as the okay. host. I he's see. not saying make me Spider Man. He's saying at least let me in the room to read. Can I ask okay. a real serious question? You're going to think this is a joke, but would that would that seriously lose? Like a lot of fans changing the character like no, that? No, that is a good question. I don't think that's a joke at all. I think it's... No, I'm serious. Yeah. It's a legitimate question. Um, because 
there's still a lot of racism in this country. I I see not to your, get all heavy on the podcast. I see your there, point. But, it is, but it is one of those things where I guess that my, movie. Let's just and I, you know, forgive me if you live in the South, but that movie would not play well in the South, right? Am I right? Depends. I mean, they're not everybody in the South is racist. I mean, I didn't say everybody was, but yeah, I'm just saying okay. they don't got a lot of movie theaters. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting because my my first reaction kind of was, well, that's not Peter Parker. Yeah, I, that's not who Peter Parker is. And then I th- worked for Nick Fury. But but then I thought about it. And said, yeah, not only did it work for Nick Fury, but that it's also, um, you know, the, the reality is that if if uh, you're going into a high school in 2010 mm-hmm. in Queens, Brooklyn, Queens. Brooklyn, Queens. I think he's Queens based. He's Queens. Um, the chances are that uh, you'd be dead already. <laughs> I'm sorry. The uh, the racial makeup would be a lot different than it was when Stan Lee created the character in 1961. He'd be sure. Puerto Rican. Uh, maybe. And that's the other thing that IO9 said was that, you but know. What you doing, Green Goblin? Consider a Puerto Rican character. Oh, my God. I can say that I'm Latino. All right, anyway. <sighs> yeah, uh, but about as Latino <laughs> as I am. Uh, so, uh, you know, practical uses so um but the fact that he he grew up in queens is not a big part of his makeup i mean no no no. but uh, but i would also say sicily you know why not just as because i was thinking this came up at baycon when i talked about billy d williams playing harvey dent in the the, uh tim burton batman film and my first thing was no that's not who harvey dent is and not because of anything other than as i like billy d williams it was just in my mind harvey dent was this character i read for 40 years who wasn't black same but with then, Nick Fury. But the same with Nick Fury. Right. And I I like the, the Samuel L. Jackson version of Nick Fury just as much. Well, turn about on this. How would you feel if Roddy in, in the Iron Man movie was played by a Roddy? white guy? Roddy. 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 That was said very whitely. <laughs> Roddy. Roddy. <laughs> Maybe Rick's the wrong guy to ask. He's going to play. He's going to play. No. Go ahead. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's not the character you know. It's not the character right. you expect. Right. That's and, like and that's like making is, a black is, hobbit. Why do you why do you cha- why do you change that aspect of it other than to to sensationalize it? But also the flip side of that argument is if you live in a society of equality and 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 stuff like that, then why does it matter if you're just telling a story? Well, and one of one of Stan Lee's so Hansel and Gretel, Hansel played by a black boy. Could be. Why not? Because well, it's a German, German folktale. Um, but if so you, you updated you, it, you would. I, right. But I, and I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's just that one of the things that Stan Lee credits Spider-Man's success to is that nobody knows. Uh, well, people do, but, you know. The general public. But the general public does not know who's under that mask. He says that was the genius thing about that character design was that it appeals to everybody. People uh-huh. that don't read the comics can envision... Anybody can envision themselves under that map. Unless it's a woman. And then you've got a Ranya. Yeah. Um, so, Ugh. oh no, you've got Spider-Girl. Um, or a chubby guy. Or Spider-Woman. Or a chubby guy? What? Yeah, if you, you put a chubby guy in the mask. If you put you know a chubby guy in the Spider-Man one, you would you, know. You saw, I'm just, those, you saw those pictures? Well, why not do a story? <laughs> if you're going to do that, what? why not put, do a story that's about that? Oh, that too. Where all of a sudden, Parker has to stand aside, someone else gets the power, takes the costume, go on, and he's black. So you, you oh, We already it. had that. It was called the Clone Saga. No, none of the clones no? were oh, black. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I did. Um, 
Was no, it was the I carbon mean, copy saga. No, but there was not, a story, and I think it was uh, in maybe Tangled Web when they uh, where uh, it was a kid. Uh, I think he was even a, a foster child. He was abused, and um, he had Spider Man as his, like his imaginary friend. And it ended with Spider-Man coming into his room and taking off his mask and being a black kid because the kid was was black, uh-huh. and and so I mean I, I think there's sort of like precedent in okay I mean it's it, it's an interesting question but to me I guess now, what I'm, I'm saying I'm, is what I'm saying is if the message is anyone could be he could be anyone under that mask mm-hmm. for everyone else do the story that way but but do it you're going to recreate the accident no do it in a manner that that leaves that doesn't dismiss the original well, character. Well, but if they're going to reboot it anyway, you're going to go back to the beginning and say, this goes back to that question. If, if you're going to, to retell an origin and set it as a modern-day thing, then why would you not use some modern-day thinking? For good or ill, not to, not to make any comment upon Stan Lee back in the 60s, right. but it's not, it wasn't going to occur to him because of the way the country was and the way he was a 43-year-old man, a, you know, right. aware, of, the, aware of his audience. Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that he, that, you know, all those characters are white. Sure. Except Black mm-hmm. Panther. But Black Panther came on much later. I know, but he made that black, that one. And, and that was, um, there was also some controversy about that. He was just going to be called the Panther, and they weren't going to... Because uh, it could be anyone under that mask. Sure, but, but and that also, was, though... I, there was, actually, I read an article about that recently, where that was, uh, Jack Kirby drew a half mask, and they and right. he lost the fight because he drew the half mask because he wanted it really clear that, it was a that he created a black yeah. character. And But the other thing is, though, you had, during the what, 60s or 70s, you actually had a Black Panther movement that... Was you know popular, but un- un- but unrelated. unrelated. Sure, but, but did confuse the issue a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. I don't. You know what's funny is is uh, I just think Donald Glover's a good actor, and I think I, his point is very give it give a good actor an equal shot at getting in a movie. And, and somebody made and a good timing is great. He somebody did. made a good point too is that the the comedy that the Spider Man movies was missing would be you know greatly yeah. served by a comedian. The you know Spider-Man I mean? movies had the wrong kind of comedy. Tobey Maguire is not funny. <laughs> no. And and my Spider-Man is funny. Yeah. And I and on that alone I would I would say Yeah. Who do, I would what love, young actors do I know with that kind of timing and, and Donald Glover's the best. I would love to see though Marvel, you know, cuz Marvel's done this before. Marvel did this with Captain America with the truth thing or whatever, you know what I mean? So why not? Let's talk to Joey Q and get a you know a, a, a Spider like a a Max series or something told out of continuity and let's just try it as you know see how it would play out. I think that'd be brilliant. That'd be cool. I would read that comic. Joe Q, I know you're listening. Take a shot at it. Yeah, go ahead. And he's the guy who would do stuff like that. I mean, this is the guy who brought us the Max line and you know all those kind of you know alternative kind of storylines. Let's do. What if we did a what if like four issue miniseries or something? What if Spider-Man was an African American? And yet I see, I don't know. It seems almost patronizing to do it that way. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Especially to say what if. Oh. Mm, okay. Should right now myself. I feel like we're the Talking Dead. Uh, let's go to the Walking Dead on AMC uh, coming soon. I know I had to do something for the segue. Okay. Um, and uh, that would be that. Uh, can we can we honestly say though that we are going to be following this thing? Till it airs, right? This 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 project, oh, yeah. The Walking I mean, Dead. I'm gonna kind of put this in your wheelhouse a little more because I think stick you, it in my wheelhouse, buddy. Because I haven't. I'm not caught up with it. I've enjoyed the book. I'm not like all that 
I mean, I think it's a really good book. Uh-huh. I'm not all that like super, super like I've mm-hmm. got to see this this yeah. show when it comes uh-huh. on, but I will. Okay. I'll watch it. So I think it's, I think. I think there's a little more anticipation on your part than you know, there is. What's funny is, sadly, um, I can wait, uh, which is really weird to say because I, I, I wanted to see a good quality show. But I will say this: that the the, ty- the comic itself has been so satisfying that it's almost like you don't want it anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's you it's, want it to end? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I, he doesn't. Want you don't another, want another medium, medium. right? Exactly. Yeah. And and what, what I've also heard too from what Kirkman has said. Is that this is all? This is basically not going to be a straight adaptation of it. It's kind of going to be just a you know. It's like the same kind of story, but different. Like it's 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 not going to be exactly tied to the comics. So you, so stuff may happen on the show that doesn't happen in the book. You know, like I guess, let me see my gut after seeing. I think they released six photos of seven photos of zombies and one of the guy doing like a. You know, a sty- a yeah, prosthetic yeah, yeah. head, um, and I guess the thing looking at them was I said, which it was felt about the comic too. Even though I, I love the comic, is that well, it's just another zombie story. And you put it on TV, or you put, you put it into in that other medium, then it becomes just another zombie story, right? Because of the what way is the, the what way is the thing that makes it different? When you see Charlie Adler was the original, I can't think of who the artist is on it now. Or is it Charlie Adler? Was I'm not the familiar one? with the artist. I'm not familiar. Um, that, uh, that you see the things you can do in a comic with The Walking Dead that looks right. believable because you're, already, you're just caught up in a style and you accept that as the way that everybody looks. Um, the images of the dead in the snow and sorting out and, then, and just far more decayed. Whereas... There was nothing about these, and it's black and white too. So seeing them in color right. also was like, really, that's huh? Yeah, I guess. I guess no, but here's the thing: I got from the pictures, and I've noticed they. And you can see that, by the way, on www.amctv.com. Uh, did you put a link on on family? I, I will. Okay. I just I just got the email from them right before right, I right. came down here. So. I saw that too. Um, here's the thing: I kind of looked at them just quickly and went, "Yeah, they're zombies, right? Whatever." Yeah. And just kind of moved on. And I know that's not sort of the point of the story, but sure. still. But I will say this because I just you just made me think of it because um, they were showing clips or something this weekend for this new movie that's a survival of the day. I think you guys reviewed it too, George right? Romero, um, it's the new George yeah. Romero. Yeah, and you know, these are these movies you know where they have to save a lot on budget and everything else because they don't have a lot for it. And their, zombies, their zombie makeup is just adequate. You know what I mean? So you kind of see these people doing the zombie thing, and they're like, oh, and they look kind of stupid and kind of cheap and whatever. So comparing the survival of the dead zombies to what I saw today, huge difference. A um, lot of actual, excuse me, care into the makeup and the, and the, the, the decay were. and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think if anything, that's just to kind of satiate fans and say, hey, look, we're taking your property seriously. We're taking this, you know, the, the makeup and everything seriously. So don't worry about the TV show on AMC. It's going to deliver. That's that's I think all that really says. So, what do you think about the? Pay? I mean, it's got a long storyline so far. Yeah, I, but in TV, you don't really think long storylines. Right, so well, I give, I give you a situation. Well, they're doing six episodes for the first season. So. Yeah, which is basically probably going to surround that first trade. But it, that gives me just, hope. Okay, so the question, my question is: so when they get to the prison? Not a big spoiler. 
How many episodes do you think they're going to take there? God, they could do two, three that seasons. That could be two or three seasons. Yeah. I'm afraid they'll do the prison in one episode. No, no, no. no. Because no. Kirkman even mentioned that he does want to bring in the governor. So you probably if and he and the way he kind of sig- talked about it, you kind of got the feeling that the governor was going to be a main character. So you you, you could, could probably stretch. They could it. do the governor without doing the prison prison too. They could but just the thing is though, him like in a. But the governor, you know, needs to, the thing is to have the conf. And this is maybe a little bit of a spoiler, but to have the climax or the conclusion with the governor, right? There needs to be a prison. So. Pretty much, you, yeah. you could do you could do two three seasons of the of the. Pr- but you could I'm, do well, I think you could even not get to the governor until either you say the third season or if I the agree. season's longer the the second half of the second season. My sure, fear is the stuff that I've seen get translated recently. They compress the hell out of it. That, yeah, that, I could foresee the I, first season if we're doing six episodes. It's just the first trade, you know, the whole acclimation to Zombie yeah. Land or Zombie World. And the you know getting used to life now in the apocalypse, and then season two is survival. You know, season two I could see them finding the prison and life in the prison, and then maybe end of season two, possibly that's when they find the governor in this other world. Because I think the thing is, and then season and three is, leads up to battle I, with the governor. I agree with you. I think that's the great way to pace it, and I, I I'm hoping you're right. This is the good thing about the way Kirkman paste it all out in, in trades or in, in arcs, really. I mean, I hate to say like he wrote them purposely on tra- for trades, but he did. Um, is that each time you get a shift in trade paperback, you're really getting what they call almost like the game changer. The rules will be different. So uh-huh. if it's how to survive, then, oh, here's the new rule. We're in a prison. Boom. Right. Here's the new rule. There's another colony out there. Here's the new rule. They swarm. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that, and that's uh, – I can't remember what I just wa- – oh, um, well, I just watched um, – I caught up on V, yeah. which as a series again, very frustrating realizing that uh, that until the last episode, it's almost like um, the Resistance doesn't actually score any victories. No. Ever. Uh, until the last five minutes. They of, dodge bullets is what uh, they yeah, do. Yeah, until the last five minutes of the, of the, of the season finale, yeah. which then is – Everything in five minutes is changed. Boom, 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 boom. And so yeah. they, don't blink. Yeah, and it's like, well, wow. I wish that had been paced out a little bit better. But that does say that season two is a completely different. Uh, there's a different vibe to what to what will be going but on. But it would in have been better two. storytelling if it. Absolutely, happened. I'm yeah. not. I'm not praising the storytelling. I'm saying that the one thing they did right after doing it wrong for so long was they did set up that when it comes back for season two, it'll be different. Mid season, it's going to be a different show than what it was season one, which bored the crap out of most of us. Why the heck I applied the Brett Schneider rule? I couldn't stop. <laughs> I, I had to find out what was going to go. I know why. Because you're my friend. And no, think no, alike. nothing to be gonna, with me. Yeah, okay, no. I think it's the two female leads. You just could not stop watching. Um, I really liked how when they broke, uh, what's her name? Her legs. Kara's. She's always Supergirl to me. Kara, yeah, yeah. When they broke her legs, they had to strip her down to heal her legs by taking her top off. That yeah. was definitely. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly, Lon wants to see that. Thank v you. For the, <laughs> no. uh, it was the penultimate one. Um, v for the JJ. Lisa, and what's her name? She's she's actually. I'm going to also say I've liked her better as an actress on V than I did as, as Supergirl. No, it's not Helen. That's Helen the Slater. Re- <laughs> what? Good lord. Uh, anyway, um, 
And I just picked up. No, 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 no. We're talking about your girl. Girl Laura. No, Laura Vandervoort. That's right, and she's Canadian because every now and then, when uh, Lisa she apologizes, says, she says, says "Sorry, I'm sorry," uh, and she's the only lizard person with a Canadian accent. Um, How do you know it's not a V accent? Because no other V talks like that. Maybe she's regional. Mm. Maybe it's a different part. Her mother's on the show. Yeah. Maybe it's V-Land. No. I, that's, you're just saying that to be contrary. I, it could be what possible. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just saying it might be later on in the story. Like one I of looked, the writers might like write it. It's looked next to me and went, I don't know this man at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry. Oh. Uh, anyway, Sorry, I, I used to watch uh, Degrassi: The Next Generation, and that's I all they did. would say. Was so. that uh, was that a good show? I hear a lot of people talk Love about that, that show. show. Really? Sorry, did, and, sorry. And did you wa- Suki? Did you watch these? <laughs> that's coming. Back. That, I'm going to be bitter about this. Last night, I went up to San Francisco to see Get Him to the Greek, and in the uh-huh. theater next to mine, they had a big premiere event for the new season of oh, True they Blood. Did? They gave away copies of the novels. They what? were giving away You weren't invited to that? And I wasn't invited. I couldn't get past it. If I'd like, been there, we would have Media check-in here. Boom. Oh, right past like, I had gone. No, I had gone up there to see Get Him to the Greek. So I was like, You know okay. how you get into that? But if I'd known that, I would have I would have brought Lon up and had Lon crash. Because okay. I don't know. Okay. Because Lon, Lon doesn't like to join me on the, on those San Francisco excursions. Cause, you Unless know, it's a good movie. And, 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 and Get Him to the Greek was a good movie. But... Um, but you know, we weren't sure of that ahead of time, so I understand. Yeah. Uh, but if I had known that and said, like, let's just storm the theater and get into everything, <laughs> storm you know? the theater. <laughs> What's in your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, me and Derek would get about you know like six steps and, and wait, go, wait, really, wait. really, <laughs> stairs, really, <laughs> oh, the escalators out. Oh. I'll be downstairs at the Starbucks. <laughs> so, uh, Did you watch? I'm going to storm the Starbucks. They got a beard, Papa. Did you see? Did they really? Did they say? Uh, was it the um, the this, uh, the, oh, it's the, not the Metreon? Mall? No, oh, okay. The, the Metreon. Yeah, they do have a beard, Papa. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah huge beer, Papa. Beard, beard Papa, Papa. The cream puff place. I don't know what that is. Oh, oh. you have not lived, my uh, friend. Well, it's all right. Apparently, and uh, yeah. So um, I just picked up a rumor, and I don't know more than this, is that Warner Brothers is planning to revive Thundercats with a Japanese animation company. So that may mean more to Lon. So an animated version. An animated. Not a live action. That may mean more to Lon than it does to me. You know, I wasn't a huge Thundercats fan. And I'm not saying that to be dismissive. I just, because you're younger. No, 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 no. But uh, um, if they did it like whoever that company did the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle revamp in the last, what, two, three years? Mm -hmm. What was called TMNT or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was done really, really well, like, animation-wise. So, I mean, if they did something like that, that'd be What pretty... if they did it like the Transformers animated series? Mm. I don't know if I've seen that. The newer one? The, the newer one. I didn't like that They're all, all very soft-lined. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a fun show for little kids, but you I You mean like just... the Beast Wars one? Like no, that? no, 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 no. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the actual... Is it all like photorealistic, animated? though? No, no, no that no, was no, the no. Beast Wars thing. That was Beast oh, Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought they were going to try to do like photorealistic like the G-Force they were trying to do. No, they were doing a soft line. We'll never see that now. Isn't that sad? Because that looks awesome. And I just was looking through some swag, and I found the watch. They give me the the, Keep got, it. the Gotcha Man watch. Oh yeah, that we got yours didn't fall apart. No, because I didn't put it on. The glue does not. <laughs> no, I didn't. Either. Rick actually tried to summon the <laughs> no. the phoenix. I looked at it in the bag, and the top part had shifted over. Yeah, yeah. I'll make. Sh- Where did we do? How we do? Thundercats. 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 Um, Thundercats. Ho. Because oh. you said Thundercats. Thundercats. Yeah. Thundercats. Ho. Sorry, I had to do that. I, I say I don't even get that. Yeah, I, you, you said know. you weren't a fan. 
no, I said no, I you... wasn't a fan. I watched it, but okay. I had the toys, so. Yeah, I understand. I, understand. I used to dress up like cat people and go around my neighborhood that's fighting crime. Avatar. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's funny how that's come around. Wow. It was really it's weird. Avatar is really basically Thundercats. Thunder yeah. Wow. So and no need for a and Stephen Lang is Mumra. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> no, he'd be a good Panthro. No, wait. No, Stephen Lang was the. Was I know, the, but you need like a big buff I'd, guy for Panthro. Because you know, I mean, we, at Baycom we saw a couple of Navi walking. There around. was a Navi party. Get but, out but you of know town. What? But I went into the Navi party. Were they in 3D? And they really weren't. Yes, no, it was just were. all blue in there. They really oh. weren't all that committed to it. No, you know, they threatened to you have tried to hair sh- sex. But you there said, was no. "Here's my ponytail. Where's yours?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It just, there was no entanglement. You going hide on. that ponytail. Well. I do. You would look awesome with a braided ponytail. Uh, you already wear the mandals, so I mean that would be perfect. The, the what? Nothing. <laughs> so, um, but I guess I'm gonna say, and I know what Goodson's gonna say. You fell asleep in it. Um, is that I just don't understand that incredible passion people have developed for Avatar. I don't get it either. Okay, you know why? I think it's an amazing spectacle. I think again, I can't because I can't, it's not as our we generation. approach the end of civilization. And I'm seeing middle-aged people walking around with the cat person out <laughs> makeup on yeah but the yeah. middle age the, the places you see these middle-aged people is make on well, yeah well, it's places where you're not gonna have mentally stable middle-aged people so. uh, oh this is why you're not welcome there anymore what yeah yeah we had a screening we, we, had, we a, had a fantastic screening there but I, I think actually somebody wanted to buy the movie afterwards and you know that's so, right that's true. uh no somebody else after that so there were two because I saw some guy outside who had left the screening early, oh, or left before the Q and A. There was one guy. Can I just well, real fast detour? Sure. One guy when uh, it's just this kind of insight into our personal lives that our listeners love. The part, the part of the movie where uh, it's part in the movie where let's just say one one of the problems gets resolved. I won't say which. And one of the guy goes, "I'm not even sure." It, well, ahead. it was anyway, like start the start of Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, one of the guy goes, like you hear somebody audience go, "Oh, it's over." And then he like he gets up and like took off. I was just like, dude, like it's not. You just you're missing a whole thing here. So that's an interesting. Well, we can talk about that later. That's fine. Um, that's. It, but you know, I will say, Baycon people, if anybody's listening, thank you. If you came to the screening, it was very encouraging. Appreciate I believe it. that there are a few people that attended. You can talk that to the Fanimate people too. Thank you, Baycon. So no, I'm kidding. Yeah, thank you, Fanime too. Those guys were very helpful okay. and supportive. Uh, I just want to throw in a couple of video game things I've just picked up as well. That there's going to be a Batman Brave and the Bold video game coming, like the cartoon in September in the That'd cartoon. Be fun. Yeah, kind of like a hand. Looks like a hand animated one. Uh, looks like it's for the DS. I don't think it's coming to the larger. Oh, uh, can you imagine if they did a Blue Beetle type? Side scroller like Mega Man or something. Well, but I think that's what'll be. Bra- sure, Brave and the Bold will include that. Yeah, yeah. but I mean they, that Blue Beetle character, you know, with all its attachments and yeah. weapons. I mean, it's essentially Mega Man. So kids respond really well to Blue to the Beetle. toy, to the toy, absolutely. Okay. But when they test before they even the toys, when they test marketed the animated series, Blue Beetle was the favorite character hands down. Okay, and I, again, I suspect it's because he looks a lot like uh, Ben Ten. Like, well, a little like in the Ben 10 style, but also like um, like a Power Ranger. Man. And, that, and that, the kids were used you know to that. You know what's funny is, another detour, sure. at Fanime this weekend, there were people dressed as like Power Rangers. And I just remember thinking how dumb those things were when they first came out. But there's a whole generation of kids that grew up 
Yeah. And now it's like they see a Power Ranger. It's like me seeing Spider-Man at a convention or something. It's like, hey, get my picture with Spider-Man. Like now it's all these kids like, get my picture well, with the Black Ranger. All, bring it all back. Isn't it back in circulation? In, pub, in uh, uh, what? Syndication? Power Rangers? Power Rangers? Never went away. Here's what actually yeah. happened now is Disney had it. And they, they did this last series, RPM, I think. It, I've got to bring it down here because Tim wants to wants to watch it because I got See, the first Tim's volume. Tim's part of that generation, and and it, actually the last one I saw from Disney was actually it was kind of interesting concept for it, and, and it was ruined by the fact that then they got into this you know rubbery robot suits that are rubber. That's the uh, way it yeah. But Saban just took it back. Oh. So Disney had ta- had bought the rights away, and now the original producer uh, production company okay. has taken it back. So they are going to kind of reboot it and bring it back to the original company and the original, I guess, production values, if you will. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Hmm. Um, so the other video game news is after, I believe, on our podcast uh, at Baycon, and Jason Shockett said something about DC Universe Online, and I said it'll right. never happen. Oh, I saw that today. So they announced today that November 10th of 2010 is it's when it will happening. go live. It is, it is never not not happening. Never, no, <laughs> didn't nigga. They, didn't, yeah. And Jason emailed me today saying, yeah, just because you, you said it, uh, and he said, you're wrong. And I said, no, 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 this is how I get things to happen. <laughs> By publicly stating it never will, that immediately... The, Your <laughs> power is amazingly complex. I am the power of negativity. There you go. Didn't they also preview uh, the Star Wars online one today on Yahoo? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't forget what it's uh, called. I've got right? an email for that. There's a Clone Wars. Uh, Sony is doing a Clone Wars... Uh, Online, the Knights of the Old Republic uh, MMORPG. Then, or? Uh, no, no, no. It's the animated series of Clone of Clone Wars. Okay, so it's a kids a kids MMORPG, and they said it was mostly going to be free. I read. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So huh. I gotta check that out. I think that I got possible access to it. So let's. Uh, oh my God, gaming party! Oh, baby, baby. Baby. We'll see. We'll see how. Yeah, Windows Seven runs it. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all I've got. You got anything else? I got nothing. You guys see the end of Chuck? I don't watch Not Chuck. Yet. Oh. Okay, then I can't ask I've my question. I've been holding the last three episodes. I can't ask my question, and I, gotta, I, can't, I promise not to ask the question until Tim Watson had seen it so that I could uh, have, his, have his out there, too. I watched the end of Fringe. Very satisfying. I'm still not there. Yeah. So, Did you watch the end of Lost? Yes. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm, but I'm okay with that. So uh, that's it. I, if you have questions, Can comments, I just do a quick comments, promo? commentary, wait a minute. Sorry. Write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. If you don't want to hear Lon's promo, write into sandpaper <laughs> at fanboyplanet.com. Lon, go ahead. Make your promo. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you hated the end of Lost like I did, go to moronlife.com uh, and watch me and Jason Salazar Absolutely. with our Lost gripes. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. Lon Lopez, editor-in-chief of all the cool things in the world. Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use your powers only for good. 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 Makes it harder. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.
if he's not, wasn't he editor in chief? Yeah, editor. So now he's chief executive officer. No, no, no. You're very close. Chief creative officer. So now his title matches Jeff Johns. Oh, oh god! Did he really? have more power than Jeff Johns? Though some would say, except Jeff Johns was. See, by becoming chief creative officer, Jeff Johns became the most powerful individual man in comics because his job encompasses the movies, the TV, making sure that everybody, basically everybody developing a DC movie, developing a cartoon, has to run it past Johns now. So now everybody has to do the same to Joe Casada. It's like a gauntlet. And where does this bump Michael Bendis off to? Brian Michael Bendis, still best paid, um, best paid writer. Um, Is that a title? No, not officially, but writing every other book. Because um, it's already proven that he can't actually keep to a schedule doing a monthly book and, uh, and run everything, but Jeff Johns just doesn't sleep. Casada's fatter, I'm going to be honest about it. So he lost a little weight. He still looks really heavy. Really? Yeah. Casada's. Yeah, but I'm just being snide to say he's slower than than John. But let's just say. But he's also seven or eight years older than John. Casada comes into a room defensive, because yeah. Johns comes into a room owning it. Yeah. Yeah, but Casada turned that freaking ship around, man. That's true. That's a good point. Um. Then of course you see now the internet thing to see if. Uh, Donald Glover wants to be wants to get a screen test for Peter Parker. Oh yeah, I heard about that. You know, here's the thing. They were calling him Donald Glover. Wasn't his name like Donnell or Danielle or something like that? I went on to the um, Derek Comedy website and it was Donald. Oh okay. Nice trying to urban him up, but no, I could have swore like when he first came out or whatever it was like Donnell or Danielle or something like that. Here's why, a, why won't that thing just die? <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Save it. That's your best material all night. Oh, no, I do. Okay. But here's the amazing thing about it is not that it's being revived again, because exactly. I understand it. They certainly sell a lot of merchandise to gods. But that the director is supposed to be Stephen Norrington, whose last movie was The Discarded Gentleman, and and after that everybody said he will never work in the industry again. Really? After Leader Stone, you Gentleman? Yeah. That movie was competent. Yeah, I don't think it was that bad, but people really gave it... It was just kind of interesting. It was two episodic and short episodes, and not cohesive. I've seen worse movies to where you would ban a director for that's a forgivable movie. Like, well, there's no such thing as truly banning a director. Everybody finds their way back. Except for that guy, Alex Cox, the guy who did Repo Man. He pissed somebody off. That was really? Repo Man or Man? Man, the singular. Uh, uh, that wasn't his last movie, but it was... I forget what movie it was. What about the guy who directed Troll 2? Did he ever look again? No. Can you name him? No. Tim Watson's father? Yeah. We talking about that movie was amazing. I've never seen it. I'd love to watch it. Sandwiches. It's weird. I know I've seen it, and other than than the name of the town being Milbog, I cannot tell you a single thing. But it was definitely a time when I rented all those things. And you've and heard about them. the documentary that's done about it, right? 
I've heard this documentary, but I, I don't yeah. know. Best worst movie. Oh, it's up there. I've seen Troll one several times. Julia Louis Dreyfus was in it. I know, I know, but that's why, and that's why I know I saw Troll two, and I remember the Nilbog thing, and that's it. What's Nilbog? That's the name of the town. It's goblins spelled backwards. There are no trolls in Troll two. It's all goblins. I don't even know if you call them goblins. I think they're no, they call them goblins. No, I know. I think they're just little. They're like children with masks on. Sure, sure. And they are creepy. <laughs> and apparently gay. <laughs> well, all good monsters are. <laughs> we need to do a horror movie that's just strictly homophobic. Except Dragon. Oh, yeah. I mean, basically, aren't all horror movies based on some kind of like social taboo or something? Has there been a gay horror movie? Hello. Birdcage. Uh, Rocky Horror Show. Uh, no, but I mean, like. Gay bashing. Movie, like. Hollow My Weenie, Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> Is that a real movie? Yes. Hollow My Weenie. Dr. Hollow Frankenstein. My Weenie. That's weird. That is weird. Myra Breckenridge. No. Is that a horror film, though? Just was or just horrible? Horrible. Yeah, I get those two confused. What if you did, like, Friday the 13th part gay, and then it's a bunch of gay teens that go to the lake... And Jason's never seen anything like it. And then Jason finally realizes the reason he's angry and wants to kill everybody because he was just basically hiding from his homosexuality. And then he basically comes out. And then he doesn't want to kill anybody anymore because he's happy. Okay, he so uh, you're going to have to write that one then, Edison. It's like American Beauty. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know how American beauty is. He was the military that killed himself. Oh, how was uh, getting into the Greek? I laughed my ass off. Really? It looks very funny. Although. And I don't care for that, the comedian. Russell Brand? Yeah, I don't care for him either. Very funny, but they did. A lot of the jokes that are in the commercial aren't there. <coughs> and only one of them was troubling because the setup, um, the setup about the needle in the chest pays off in the movie. So it's like, oh, you know. It's That's like, not in the movie? So the setup isn't there. There is a payoff with the needle uh, later on. So the setup isn't in, isn't in the movie? No. no. So he's just laying there and he sticks a needle in him? It's it's reversed, but the, but you don't without it's not as funny as you see in the commercial. <clears throat> that, so they don't show him like jumping up or anything. They, no, they end up putting the needle in um, Hill Jonah Hill instead. That's in the commercial. Yeah, the setup where he said where he's talking to P Diddy and or whatever he's called now. I didn't see that in the commercial. Oh no, then I've seen a different commercial. So the trailer where he says like. And if and if he gets out of control, if he, if he passes out, you need to have the, the adrenaline. He goes, oh, like Pulp Fiction. He goes, no, like last last November. <laughs> and so it's like it's set up with them back in the office that they but it's not, not there anymore. So I guess clearly okay. the commercial has the payoff. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen the, the setup in the commercial. I'm glad I don't watch. I don't see that many trailers, but uh, because then you know. 
I don't know. But I but the jokes were were very were still very strong. I'll make a quick reference slash tie into um, forgetting Sarah Marshall and then move on. Yeah. But just kind of just, I mean, it makes sense for the character, but it's stupid. Um, Dead photos. So we had to score netbooks for uh, the summer. Yeah, I noticed that. Yep, got it today. Sweet. Yeah. Bought yourself and you got a netbook? Schools assigned new new laptops, so I, I got yeah. a tablet. Oh, cool. Now we just got to figure out all that. So the tech people are assuring me that, because most of the time the software is actually just through the server. Installed from the server. Installed from the server. And so, but they're assuring me that, yes, I have Dreamweaver installed on this so we can do updates. We'll just have to, you know, I just have to get to know it. I mean, he's got, he's got an hour and a half orientation on it. I see. So you're, you're saying when you take it to Comic-Con. Yes. Got it. Did mommy make you laugh? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. New Thundercats, that's new. Of course, you heard about the Thundercats murder case. No. One of the big writers on it, uh, uh, the, uh, that basically created a lot of the Thundercats mythos was murdered, murdered two weeks ago. He'd already been in the news. Um, it's more like just... It's not like everybody's going to go, oh my gosh, Steve Perry, his name was Steve Perry, and yes, all the jokes have been made for Journey. Um, but he had cancer, and so um, the Hero Initiative had stepped up to pay for his bills because he was living, you know, like in this cheap little house in, in Florida with two roommates. And after it made all the news and the Hero Initiative paid for his medical bills, um, the current theory is that the roommates saw the check and thought he had a lot of money, so they killed him, dismembered him, spread his limbs out throughout the swamps because it's Florida, and abandoned his van. Um, and, uh, and then they themselves have taken off. So I don't know if they got arrested, if they were found and arrested yet or not. How did they know they spread the body parts around? Because the they found the. They found, they found various like, body parts. Like arm over in one place. That'd be the way. Wow. Yeah. Got to throw him close to the gator. Uh, yeah, that'd be easy to have. You know how they could have found him a lot easier? Tell me. Make yeah, it I have Yeah, I knew it was a joke I couldn't get to because I don't know Thundercats. I was waiting for something about he choked on a fur ball or something. No. You know what's funny is at Fanime they had a Thundercat sword. And you could pick it up and look. You could push a button and it lights up and you could look through the eye and stuff. I think Dave got a picture of me doing that. The other thing that's fun to play with if you're at a toy store these days, there's a strap-on Iron Man helmet you can put on. Yep. Well, thank God you said... Yeah, the strap-on part. (laughs) Well, I'm sure there's other strap-on Iron Man things. I like the cute little superhero squad doll they have. <laughs> it's like this. Pop and lock or it what? looks like it is. Oh. There. You haven't seen that? It's like this tall. Arms come out. Talking. Maybe watch Fringe. 
Nope. Saw the last episode with uh, Lemon and Boy in it. Anybody watch our Lost Gripes, me and Jason? I just saw that it existed, so I'm sorry I didn't catch up. Uh, well, if you're not on, on the Lost, you wouldn't appreciate it. Where was this? Uh, I think I just put it on more on like three. But I think it was, maybe Jason posted it on Facebook. Well, no, yeah, Jason put it on his whole thing week ago, you know, last week. Yeah. It's on his uh, YouTube page. Okay. We had a good time speaking. You know what I was thinking for Comic Con? Tell me. I have an eerie feeling that Stallone's going to be there for the Expendables. It's probably the one that they gave you. Especially since he's been dealing with Harry Nobles a lot, you know. Play YouTube videos on it? He can do anything on that. Oh, I thought it didn't play Flash. That's pretty cool. Is YouTube Flash based? Huh? YouTube Flash? Yeah, but they do a lot of videos. They just stream them as video too. Working on the song for that finale of Lost, you know? That was two days ago. Yeah, but it was cool, man. Can you hand me that?
and it looks like a bad episode of Land of the Lost. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. Like they're in the middle of the jungle, and yet drones are coming down from somewhere. Like, right, right. it was like, you know, like the director was like, and rocks, rocks, and they're just floating. Oh, more rocks, more rocks. Oh, Jack, we're trying it. Now, coconuts, I can understand. Right, right. A whole bunch of coconuts and leaves fell down. Yeah, I understand. Really, that's your number one? Or this is, this is going up in. Okay. It's funny because I realize Goodson now understands what I've been harping about all this time. There's just nothing good to take his daughter to. That's a Toy Story 3. Trick. Oh, no, it's not rated G. He wants it to be a G-rated film. Next week. Is up? Or is that PG? That's not in a movie theater. Is it not? No, it's over a year old. Maybe yeah. it's at the blue light. Could be at any number of the <laughs> theaters on the east side that you'd really want to go to. It's you over a the, year old. The blue light has a bunch of second-hand movies, like Cloudy and Meatballs for a while. And That's a good one. Again. Tell them to look up the blue light. He uh, he could just take him to a friend's house and say, "This is a movie theater." That could be, but then that assumes he has a friend. Yours should be, you know, but they have a screen as big as it's mine. So, um, there is. I, I should curse him with Marmaduke because I suspect Marmaduke will be rated G, and uh, he hates voicing Marmaduke. Owen Wilson. He hates, hates, hates talking animal movies that are live action. And so, and his wife... Can't think of any that are my favorites. His wife loves them? Yes. Like Garfield and... And, uh, I'm gonna be in Garfield three. And Dark to do little. Oh my God, Garfield. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the way he talked about little. Did you see that the outtake at the end? Uh, what's what happened? Oh, really? Well, they just they just had him in the stairwell, just making things like I saw oh, a yes. baby punch another baby. <laughs> you need to pull it out now. Or? Whoa, Rick. So dirty. I was going to see if I could corner over here. Whose bag is that? Are you recording? Yes. What's up, dude? Don't shoot the baby. It's playful. I still think put the baby in the window. What? In the window. Draw people into the store. Babies are us. Yeah. How much is that baby Baby in the window? window. The one with the. No, I. 
Uh, well, he's getting a little tough there. It's they good. get, uh, you know, you put kittens in the window and... Yeah, they also eat kittens in Vietnam. What? That was a big jump. That was a really that big was, jump. I'm not in Vietnam. Have you ever seen the kittens? In Vietnam? They're, you, they're big. you got to jump over them. Deep fried and... Uh, hey, dude! Have them breaded with some... Get him on the mic. Yay! <laughs> All right. Somebody needs to adjust my levels. Okay, you're on. Oh, Ooh. now I hear you all. Hey. Oh, hey, guys. That's exactly Hi, right. kids. We're home early. That's what the tranny sounded like Saturday night. Hi, Derek. Do you want to see my dipstick? No, he wasn't interested in me. Hi, Derek. Chobits, that's what... Do you know that? Like Show a webcomic? Chobits? Yes. Yeah, it's like... Uh, that's what he did? He showed you his no, Chobits? No, he was dressed as a female character from Chobits. But that's oh. like a furry thing, then. Oh, right? my God, really? Oh. Yeah. Wait. So. I'm not sure. What? I don't know. They're coming back. No. Hey, dude. Don't put that in the outtakes either. I don't know. What? Uh, you know what I'm saying. Can't Let's, put a hash now, Can you get up close to the mic? Or? Maybe. Our knees are touching. That's all right. There we go. <laughs> that's not actually kind of funny. Our knees are touching. Rick's all, there we go. <laughs> now it's a party. I'm uh, looking at something entirely. I'm looking at the vote. Sure I'm are. feeling so, something. Derek, talk for more than That's not my knee. That's good. That's not my knee. Okay. That's good, too. That's not my knee. I don't want to say. I can't You know, say. I was thinking about that the other day, and what that is by about? far one of the funniest things I've heard in the last, like, five years. I don't want to say. Yeah, when he does it, though. Uh-huh. Without fail makes me laugh. Well, I it usually that. comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's got to be done with discretion. Yeah. You don't overdo the it. The judicious use of the Ricky Martin impersonation. Yeah, like the first time we used it 500 times in one episode and laughed every time because it was always well, funny. Well, th- that was funny. Yeah, I know. I and now it won't be again because you're ready for it. You know? I don't want to say. I was trying to do it for the baby. I know, but the baby, not so much on the first first words. I don't want to say on the indeterminate I don't genders. Want to say. <laughs> don't want to say. Yeah, they can't do s's. Yay! Babies can't do s's. They do ma 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 da 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 da. That's that's why they're called mommy and daddy. Thank you for that uh, mm-hmm. lesson. Thank in you, Doctor Oz. It's, uh, ma ma ma. It's a uh, that's a bilabial um, fricative. Uh, no, yeah. we were sort of uh, bilabial. Da, da is an interdental. Uh, it's not plosive. what you think. Yeah. Oh. Interdental plosive. And is what color would the font be in? What? I, don't know, I actually it. had linguistics. I'm just throwing in your obscure passions. What color is a, your parachute? A glottal stop? Look. I, I'm familiar with it. Okay. What's in your wallet? I don't uh, know if you're aware, but I, I act. I, you you know, do? Yeah. I know some of the technique behind it. Just a little. Okay. Just. Are we having a nerd show down here? We are. Going I'm on? just going out from the linguistics. Are you the study of language. You know, we are very Parsing. close right now. We are very we close. like this. Um, I wasn't trying to cut his acting chops. I'm not. So. I'm not a little. You know. No, I'm, I'm strangely comfortable with this. I'm okay. I'm more comfortable than I thought I would be. Really. Next. Well, week, we have yeah. shared a hotel room together, yeah, and uh, we will again many times. Many oh, times. Oh my. Direct from the phone booth on El Camino Real. It's the Fanboy Planet podcast. Oh dear God.
Direct from a what? A hot tub? Phone what do you booth. say? Phone booth. Oh. Who, who's got sh- a, when was the last time you saw a phone booth? Uh, in the D.C. offices. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but how long has it been since you went, went through? Three years. <laughs> wow. Can we do an all hot tub episode of the uh, podcast one day? Uh, who has a hot tub? I don't know. <laughs> My Does neighbors do. They're gone right now. Oh, okay. Well, let's hop the fence. <laughs> We've broken into Rick's neighbor's house. We're going to do the hot tub well, edition. The uh, wiring of that show is going to be tricky. I, a lot of it's going to be tricky. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> we'll just get one boom ni- mic, mic and hang it over the tub. And we'll all Tap you can up. stand outside with the boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to watch the children That's swim. my favorite part. Let's be honest. That's my favorite part of the Scott Pilgrim uh, uh, promo they're doing right now. He says, use the L word. And he goes, Lesbian? Lesbian? She goes, no, the other one. Lesbian? No, he says lesbian. Yeah, no, singular first. Yeah. yeah, I don't get it. It's okay. It's you will want to see it. It's, although, I kind of say... Michael Cera is not right for that part, He's though. not Scott Pilgrim. No. He's too unassured. Scott Pilgrim is unfazed and not unassured at all. Yeah. He's clueless. He's clueless. He's clueless, but in a matter that doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, not that kind. Yeah. Mike, can I can I just say one thing though? Yeah. Without Michael Sarah, that movie doesn't get made. Uh, no, that, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So that's deal true. with it. But what if the movie? Chris sucks? Evans ain't Captain America. Okay, but uh, we yeah, have to yeah, deal yeah, with it. We've seen pictures of it. No, I'm just saying though. It's happening. Whether no, I'm just like saying. So like is it. Michael Sarah Scott Pilgrim. Okay, well, okay. that's my point. I don't particularly have an emotional. We're investment. screwed. I'm I, looking forward to the movie myself because I think it's gonna be fun. There, I've said it. You have. I went out on a limb. Big limb. Fun. Good times. Still haven't seen Iron Man yet. Hmm. No. That's too bad. I don't want to see it in 1D. 1D? No. Is, I don't think Iron Man's in 3D. No, I know. I don't I've want got to say. cloudy eye. Oh, I see what you're saying. you still got cloudy eye? A little bit. Just a little bit. It's getting much better. So a silver lining? Uh, kind of gray, cloudy. Okay. Go to it, man. Oh, we're, oh, we're doing this? Start it? Do you want to go? I was going to say Joe Casada CCO. Uh, Frank Miller formally announced by putting out a print of Xerxes, the sequel to 300, is happening. Is it a sequel or a prequel? Well, here, let's do this on the air. Ready? S- well, okay. You, okay. Ready? Yeah. All right. 